Welcome to the 1% Club. If you guys want access to all my MMA plays and tell exactly what I'm doing, make sure you join the Discord by clicking the link in the description below. What's up, guys? Back again for the 1% Club podcast. We are doing a special... Main event breakdown, not the main event, uh, but I'm really excited about this one. TJ Dillashaw taking on the current champ, Aljamain Sterling. Why am I excited about this? Well, I literally just uh, got back from Las Vegas filming our, the new show they're doing called UFC Breakdown. Uh, the first one I did was Hamzat, Nate Diaz. Obviously, that fight fell through, but I did a ton of research on this fight. Still don't know who I think is going to win. But we're going to break it down and you guys are going to be able to make your pick there. So let's start with the challenger, TJ Dillashaw. What does he bring to the table? Well, 17-4 record. He has only lost to the absolute ridiculous elites of the division. Uh, we're talking about Cejudo. We're talking about D. Cruz, uh, Rafael Sensao back in Nam. You know, and then it, anything past that is anything really past Cruz is irrelevant, right? Cruz was his last loss, and I think that was in like 16. You know, uh, Henry Cejudo was in 2019, just beat Corey Sanhagen, Cody Garbrandt twice before that. The dude has fought the elite of the elite of the elite for a very long time. Obviously, coming off the, the two year layoff, we'll talk about that. But he did look incredible against Corey Sanhagen even after the layoff. So I don't, you know, regardless of what your opinion is on the layoff. He's got real skills, and he's a very, very, very talented athlete in the sport of MMA. Very well-rounded. But when we talk about his skills, what does he bring to the table? Well, one, he's probably got the best footwork and definitely some of the most unique footwork. You can you could throw Dominic Cruz in that, in that same uh, category. But essentially, he's got some of the best uh, footwork in the UFC Bantamweight division, if not in UFC history. He's really done an incredible job mixing in his feet, and he does a very, very good job staying on the outside angle, which is I, I think he's going to have to do that to stay away from those takedowns of Aljamain Sterling, which one of the things he does incredible is he's so good at, at keying the, the timing of an of a overcommitted lead leg. We'll dive into that here in a second. But TJ Dillashaw, excellent, excellent at staying to the outside shoulder. He's going to need that to make the shots of Aljamain more difficult. Uh, secondly, he's got great kicks, fantastic kicks. Um, he's 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 ended some fights with him, right? He's he's got a, a couple different head kick knockouts, and one of the things that not only on his head kicks but on his shots, on his takedown defense, right? And and just to let you guys know, the, the UFC breakdown, I actually break this down much more. Uh, it comes out the Tuesday before this fight, so hopefully we'll put a link in there. You know, we'll put a link in there. You guys can check it out, but. A lot of this, I talk about the diversity in which he is able to do things. So we talk about the high kick, the diversity in his high kick. Well, one, he'll do just a step through high kick, right? Two, he'll do a switch jab high kick to change the timing. Three, he'll do this duck where he ducks his head and then comes back up, makes it look like a shot. He'll come back up with the, with the head kick as well. He's got a couple knockouts like that. And then lastly, he also, all those were off his left side. He also uses his right side to cut you off. He's very good at getting you to circle and then cutting you off uh, with the head kick. We we'll talk about the diversity one more time. On the show, I reference a couple different ways he defends the takedown. Five, actually. He'll do a normal sprawl. He'll use front headlock to clear his hips. He'll use a switch motion to clear his hips. 
and then he does a uh, also he does a crotch lift position to clear his hips, and then uh, he he's just incredible. He'll use the wizard every which way. This guy can there is a way to do it. He can do it, and he's he's got a uh, an endless gas tank. He's got good grappling, and he's got really good striking and probably the best footwork in all of UFC. And he's a very dynamic striker and can in this fight very dangerous. He can in this fight at any moment. I think the biggest discrepancy in skill for TJ Dillashaw in this fight, it's no secret, it's going to be on the feet using his footwork to run Aljamain into those kicks. And if you look in recent history, how has Aljamain lost? Head kick to Marlon Marais. So, and as a left head kick to Marlon Marais, which is one of TJ's best strikes. So I think, I have to think that both sides have been very cautious of that and, be, and very aware of that, right? In my opinion, TJ needs to keep this fight standing because, Podge, I've actually, I've gotten the opportunity to roll with both of these guys. And... I've, I was on the show with TJ for quite some time, six weeks, and I've, I've you know, sparred with him. I've rolled with him. I've trained with him quite a bit. I was at Factory X where Aljamain was getting ready for a fight in Colorado. I rolled with him quite a bit as well. I can tell you guys right now with 100% confidence that if this turns into a grappling match, Aljamain Sterling is, is by far the superior grappler. And, dude, like, Aljamain is, I think his grappling is very good, and it's still underrated. Like, his wrestling is good. And his actual jujitsu, he does an incredible job mixing those two together. Mark my words right now. If Aljamain solidifies a position on TJ Dillashaw, there's going to be big problems. Which kind of brings me into the, the, the breakdown side of Aljamain Sterling, the current champ. What is he good at? Well, his striking seems to be a little uh, awkward, funky, if you will, right? I think what he does is he uses kicks. He uses teeps. He uses that left high kick to get opponents to back up. And then as they press in, they come in with that overcommitted lead leg like we talked about before. How does that match up with TJ Dillashaw? The problem with TJ Dillashaw is he works left to right a lot. Where somebody like Peter Yan, Aljamain is coming off two wins over, Yan will pressure forward, forward, forward. Anytime that you're forward, it ends up being uh, an overcommitted lead leg, you're able to get the shot. Once he gets in on the shot, he's got a, a, a ton of different ways that he finishes the shot. And if he gets to your back, I've watched quite a bit, hours and hours and hours of Aljamain Sterling. I think I've watched every single fight he's had in the UFC. And I cannot think of a time where when he gets your back to the body triangle position that he does not bank that round. If he gets on your back in body triangle position, I'm trying to think of a fight where somebody's gotten out of that. I can't remember one. So if he gets to your back body triangle position, you're going to bank that round if he doesn't finish you because he's got a lot of tricks and traps on the rear naked choke that he, uh, that he sets up. He's very good at it, very good at making people belly down and then works the choke off that. Uh, one little positional detail that he does is most guys on the back will go choking arm down. He actually goes choking arm on top so he can keep position. He brings his, uh, his, his, the bottom hand under the armpit to control the role because a lot of uh, a lot of defensive guys go back to the mat to try to turn in the underhook on the armpit will stop that he uses top side to choke and make you belly down if you belly down he ground and pounds you and then works for the for the choke so what's he looking for he's looking for high kicks to get you to back up to get you to overcommit on your lead leg when he gets to the overcommitment on the lead leg he does a very good job switching from double to single to get you down solidify the position if he gets to solidify position he is one of the best in the UFC at taking the back don't take my word for it. Go back and watch the film. It's not just that he's taking the back. It's how fast he takes the back when he gets these guys down. Watch the, the Yawn fight. As soon as he gets Yawn down, back immediately. So when I look at this fight, 
I look at Aljamain and what was the biggest reference? Like who is the most common opponent that, that you can compare to TJ Dillashaw? And that's Corey Sanhagen, right? Corey moves left to right a lot as well. The problem with Corey Sanhagen is I don't think he quite has the wrestling of TJ Dillashaw. Uh, TJ coming in with an 86% takedown defense. That's incredible, right? And that right there, if you just bank that stat, I think Aljamain Sterling has to get this fight to the ground to win this fight. He's very good on the feet. He'll do a good job of uh, what I call checking, where he checks your, he just level changes and check and see if you react. I just think that, uh, man, this is a really tough fight for me because if Aljamain gets this fight to the ground, I think TJ is in a world of problems. However, I do think Aljamain is going to have a really, really difficult time getting TJ Dillashaw down. TJ works left to right. I think Aljamain is going to have to shoot where TJ is going to be not where he's at, but even that 86% takedown defense against some of the, the better wrestlers in this division for TJ Dillashaw, that's nothing to, uh, to, to, to balk at, right? That's a solid stat over a long period of time, a big sample size of a lot of really good fighters and wrestlers, I might add, that he stopped those takedowns and successfully kept the, kept the fight on the feet, which is exactly what he's going to have to do in this fight to win. So I guess the question that you need to ask yourself is, Aljamain Sterling going to be able to get the takedown. If you think he can get the takedown, he's got a great shot of not only winning this fight, but finishing this fight. If you don't think he's going to get the takedown, man, TJ is so good at working left to right and stopping the takedown, staying dynamic outside the lead shoulder. And he has an innate ability to find you with the feet. He's very, very good at it. So, Podge, I got to be honest with you, man. I've watched probably... 20 plus hours of film on these guys and I still don't know who I'm going to who I'm who I'm leaning against. So regardless, we're less than 2 weeks out now. This fight is incredible. Great stylistic matchup stri uh striker versus grappler. The classic classic matchup and both of these guys are extremely extremely dangerous in different ways. Both of them have a ton of tools, a ton of traps, a ton of tricks. I can't wait to see how this fight plays out. UFC 280 under 2 weeks away. Enjoy it. Cash those checks, guys.